Your Steve Jones Show podcast will start shortly. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Brewers Outlet, your beverage supermarket on Reagan Street in Sunbury. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. So last night, Matt Catrillo sits down with his young son, Luke. What's Luke now? A little bit, the bread around two months? Yep, he'll be two months on Sunday. Two months on Sunday. Yeah, pretty close. And he starts explaining to him about twitchy hips, things like that, getting him into the combine. The mom, who, by the way, is the rudder of the family and the brains of the operation, <laughs> yes, looks over and says, are you nuts? <laughs> <laughs> you got to start him early. We're going over how to evaluate a quarterback, going over hip fluidity. Matt had the ruler out, was measuring his baby's hands. <laughs> well, I should have done that. Luke, Luke came into the world early, but Luke is making up for lost time. Well, that is true. Right, I he's can getting, confirm that. He's getting, bigger, he's getting bigger and bigger all the time. Now, he, he's got to be. What is it, how, how much do you weigh now? I, I'm saying he's got to be not right around 9 or 10 pounds now because he, he feels Ooh, that he way. Man. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, all right. Today's show brought to you by our good friends at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, okay, the beverage supermarket. Imports, domestics, microbrews, the best selection of beer anywhere. Wine coolers, water, soft drinks, snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and out every day. The pickle bar, Buner loves garlic. Absolutely. Led by the barrels of the dills, indeed second to none. All at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, and Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Now, we're in the Sunbury Motors studio. Mobile, I might add. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. I don't think we have a play-by-play call today that tops yesterday's. Oh, we could bring that one back. Yeah, that, that's that's going to be that's going to take a while. Okay, so let's compare today's to yesterday's. Can we do that? We can definitely do that. So let's hear today's play-by-play call of the day. Breakouts. Nice give, and there's a swap by Bradley. Took that from Evan Batty. Parquet did a nice job there to shut Bradley down. The open wing three by South. Everything going for Cal tonight. It is golden. A 16-point lead. Nice. Well done. Professional. But compared to yesterday's. Here comes Colgate. Burns with it. Five seconds left. Burns blows by Sotos. Steps back for a jumper up and no good. No good. No good. On senior night. Steve, apparently Burns missed the shot. I don't think he made it. Yeah. <laughs> so, 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 sounds to me like it was a miss, and 
the other team won. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, last year in the Patriot League playoff, the f- or the final game, Burns from Colgate burned Bucknell really bad. So yeah. kind of poetic yeah. justice. He could not yeah. miss last year. He had like 30 points in the championship game. Yeah, I saw Jordan Burns play against Penn State last year. He's a good player. Yeah, I mean, he's you know he's a good player. Not a great player, but he's a good player. He's a good Patriot League player. There's no Certainly. question about him. No question. Uh, team to look at if you want to take a quick look and get a glance at somebody tonight will be Dayton. Dayton is 26-2 and two on the year. Uh, they will play Davidson tonight. And Davidson's 15-12. and 12. Uh, Bob McKillop's a great coach. Just a great a Great guy, too. I mean, I, God, where did I see him last year? I saw him in Atlantic City last year, as a matter of fact. And... Um, but Dayton has Obi Toppin, who is just a fabulous player. He had to sit out last year. He's playing this year. A lot of people think he's going to be a top-five pick in the draft. Dayton is an interesting team. They really do have, especially the way they play offense, a look of a team that's going to go deep in the tournament. I think many people right now have them penciled in as a two-seed. They're 26-2. and two. But here's what's interesting about a team like that. Not all quad ones are the same. We know that. But they've got 26 wins. 17 of them are against quad three and four. See, that See that becomes, to me, that is, they become a harder team to evaluate because of the conference they play in. When you've got that many quad threes and fours, I'll tell you, it's, it, we all know Gonzaga's really good. We all know that. It doesn't take a genius look at Gonzaga and go, wow, that's a potential elite eight team. You know, you know I'm not going to say final four. Let's just say elite eight. I'd say that for anybody. I'm not going to say anybody's a potential final four team. Dayton's a, a potential elite eight team. Toppin's really good, and he's not the only good offensive player they have. But when you have that many that many quad three and four wins, 17 of them. That is where at least a little bit of doubt creeps in because they have not had the grind game in and game out. Now, this could work to their advantage. Some of the teams, well, let's take Big Ten teams, who have been grinding it out, grinding it out, grinding it out, have exhausted themselves doing it. right? Because it, this league here is such a grind. Dayton has not had a grind. They might be actually fresh when they get the tournament. They're already talented to begin with because they don't have to, they don't they win games with relative ease because they're not playing a good schedule. Okay, now anybody who's a Dayton fan, tough. I mean, I, I can read your schedule. Okay, quad three and quad four. Tell me you got okay. You, you're you're nine and two against quad one and two. Okay. Okay, which is an awesome record, but you're 17 and 0 against the rest. If a Big Ten team had 17 quad three, quad four wins, they'd be looked at like uh, not so sure, all right. And but they may be a rested up team because they haven't had to bust their backside to get to this point, all right? You play in the Big Ten or the Big East. The Big East is a grind, all right. The Big East is an absolute grind this year. Butler plays Creighton. Creighton plays Villanova. Villanova plays Seton Hall. I mean, every time you turn around the Big East, it's just one tough game after another, right? One tough game after another. But, uh, so, but I'll say this. There's another part to this, too, that when you get to the NCAA tournament, and I'll talk more about this the week uh, after they, you know, in two weeks I'll talk about this. 
You know what's interesting about the NCAAs? There are spots that are open on the floor that have not been open for two months because you are so well scouted in your own league. I mean, everybody knows. I mean, you know, I, mean I could sit here and do a scouting report on Iowa. Okay? I could do a scouting report on Iowa right now. Could I do a scout, an in-depth scouting report on Dayton? No. Nor could Dayton do a scouting report on, on Penn State or Iowa. They could do one, right? But they'd be guessing a little bit. You know, this is the the Big Ten is a really, really well scouted league. Hey, there are no secrets in this league, no secrets. I can tell you what Michigan State's going to do Tuesday night. I can tell you what Northwestern's going to do next Saturday. I can tell you what Iowa's going to do tomorrow. Okay, you can. But then you get into these games in the NCAA tournament, and yeah, you're doing some guesswork on them, some to a point. But again, the Big Ten scouts really, really well. You'll find that there are more open spots on the floor, especially early in the tournament, compared you know compared to what you've seen the last two months. You just have to have the legs to make it. Yeah, Steve. One of Dayton's two losses, though, was uh, just a six-point loss to Kansas. No, that was uh, no. I, I like I said, they're they're good. My yeah. problem is they're seventeen and zero against quad three and quad four. Sure, and which means okay. When did the Kansas laws happen? November, yeah. December? No, November. Okay, November. Okay, they've been cruising through. Oh, this is this is not a good year for the Atlantic Ten. It is not a good year for the Atlantic Ten. The Atlantic Ten's had some really good years. This is not one yeah. of them. Uh, most uh, most and, recently, uh, they played George Mason, which is coached by the former Bucknell coach Dave Paulson. Yeah, Dave Paulson. He's down there, and they're right around a 500 team. And um, Dayton won by seven. Yeah, they gave uh, on, him, They gave Dayton a good game. Oh, right down. Yeah, it was uh, back and forth until the very end. Um, yeah. So, you know, that's they're, the kind of again, competition. I mean, do I think that they're a number two seed? Yes, I do. Do I think they've earned being a number two seed? Yes, I do. Do they have a star that is just a fabulous player in Obi Toppin? Yes, I do. I mean, you're t- Toppin's averaging almost 20 points a game, nearly eight rebounds a game. He's a heck of a player. I mean, he's a heck of a player. No good. I mean, they score. They're scoring almost 80 points a game. They're hitting 52% of their shots. Right? Yeah. But you look at their, you know, but look what they've done in their last few games. They beat UMass. Okay. They beat VCU. They beat Duquesne. They beat George Mason. It's like, okay. Yeah. I mean, Rhode Island, in that, in that conference, my thought process is in that conference, they get three bids. I think Rhode Island gets in. I think Richmond gets in. And Dayton gets in, right? VCU, which has more resources than anybody else in that conference except Dayton. VCU has more resources. that Dayton and VCU have more resources than, than the other teams in the conference by a wide margin. That's why they both should be good. Yeah, VCU's having a bad year. They're seven and eight in the league. Yeah, and that, I mean, they're they're really struggling. And they're coached by a Pennsylvanian, Mike Rhodes, uh, who's down I believe in Lebanon Valley. Yeah. And um, he played was a, a great star there for a guy named I think Pat Flannery. Yeah. So he's got Pat's a bit of a, a good, local. Pat's, Pat's a good guy. Yeah, he's really got a is. bit you of a local. Interesting. Go. You know, it's it's interesting about Dayton. The two games that they lost, Obi Toppin was not the leading scorer in either game. Interesting. Yeah. Um, Very interesting. I think t- Kansas probably what put their bigs on him and just dared him to shoot. I don't know. I didn't see the okay. game. I'd, I'd, I'd have to look at the tape to even know yeah. what they were doing. But, I mean, this, I mean, 
they have played Indiana State, Charleston Southern, Omaha, Georgia, which is not a good SEC team this year, Virginia Tech, Kansas. Obviously, Kansas is awesome. You mentioned they lost in overtime. Houston Baptist, well, that gets you back on track. St. Uh, <laughs> Mary's, which is a good St. Mary's team this year, not great, but still good. Drake, which isn't good. North Texas, which I think some people think could make the tournament with an automatic bid. Colorado's very good, but they lost to them in overtime. So both their losses are overtime. Grambling, you've got to be kidding me. North Florida, got to be kidding me. LaSalle, got to be kidding me. St. Joe's, got to be kidding me. UMass, got to be kidding me. VCU, not bad. St. Louis, okay. That was in overtime. Uh, St. Bonaventure struggling. Well, St. Bonaventure's 18 and 10, I should say, but I think they're going to be in the NIT. Richmond, which is very good. They won that one on the road. They won, beat Richmond by eight, which is good. Duquesne, which actually got off to a really good start, but has really faltered, beat them by four. Fordham, got to be kidding me. Uh, St. Louis again. Then Rhode Island, which is very good. They beat Rhode Island by 14. That was at home. UMass struggling. VCU struggling. Duquesne now at the end of the year more struggling. George Mason is struggling. So, I mean, that's where they are. You can't help conference-wise who you play. But that's where you start having questions like, okay, how good are these guys? I mean, St. Louis is not bad. St. Louis is going to be 20-8, and eight, all right? Duquesne's 19-8. and eight. Like I said, Duquesne got off to a good start, but they faltered of late. Uh, Duke, but Dayton's going to be one of those teams that I think is going to be a two-seed. They're going to be – tonight they're going to play Davidson. Toppin's a fabulous player. Crutcher's a really good player. But they also are going to go in with some questions as to, like, they're a two, but how good are they as a two? They've, they've got the talent. And to be honest with you, because these games have been relatively easy for them, they might be the team that's rested going into the NCAAs. And, you know, Steve, they get a, a 15 seed in the opening round being the two seed, so that's got to help a little bit. Right, yeah. And then, it, then after that would be the highest after that would be a seven. Then they would get a three. Yeah. Right. And, you know, they'll be able to prove themselves. They'll be able to prove themselves. Anything happened at the Combine today, Matt, we should know about? Well, Alex Peachin's up today. Okay. Um, but but I, he's I don't not know the exactly pun- when he, he is, but. He's not the punter that stole the show, though. No, I did see My, that. The punter from Michael Arizona. Michael Turk. Yeah. Michael Turk, the Arizona State. 225 pounds, yeah, 25 awesome. reps. <laughs> Did more reps than Frank Clark of the Chiefs, to Davian Clowney, to Marcus Lawrence, <laughs> Devin White, Chandler Jones, Michael Bay did more reps than all of them. Yeah, that was amazing. I mean, my goodness. If you need somebody to go and pick up the uh, blocking sled and bring it over to the <laughs> offensive line. Yeah, carry the you suitcases. You this kid. Yeah. And yeah. by the way, Henry Ruggs, check it out. Okay, check the video of him dunking. He can dunk windmill. What can right? he do? Now that well, what what can he do? Well, probably is not going to end up in the Eagles. <laughs> yeah, no, he will definitely not be available at, on number twenty-one. But you know, a guy who may be there that I really was impressed last night, C.D. Lamb from Alabama. Oh, C.D. No, C.D. Lamb's from Oklahoma. Oklahoma. I'm sorry, Oklahoma. Yeah. C.D. C.D. Lamb's a top ten pick. He will not be there. Yeah. No, he's top ten. He won't be there. C.D. Lamb, gone. We'll come back with more in a moment here on News Radio 1070 WKOK, brought to you by our good friends at Brewers Outlet.
If you want to have a fun day, you have to drive a Hyundai from Sunbury Motors Hyundai. If an SUV is on your mind, Sunbury Motors Hyundai has the model for you. Save up to $2,835 on a Hyundai Kona starting at $22,585. Sunbury Motors has 17 2020 Tucsons with savings as high as $4,077. If you're looking for a midsize SUV, test drive a Hyundai Santa Fe with a $4,571 discount. The 2020 Santa Fe starts at $26,552. Sunbury Motors Hyundai has four of the all-new Hyundai Palisades, starting at $34,200. All Hyundais come with America's best warranty, a 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty. And just announced, every new Hyundai comes with a three-year regular maintenance plan. If you want to have a fun day in your next SUV, you have to drive a Hyundai. From Sunbury Motors Hyundai, in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury. Sunbury Great to have you with us. Our picks coming up in the final half hour of the show. All right, go ahead. You're all excited. Oh, yeah, so Louisville's offensive tackle, Mekai Becton, he's listed at 6'7", 364. He just ran an unofficial 5'11", 40 with a 180, 10-yard split. That's insane. That is absolutely insane. So there you go. Combine day two off to a good start. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you got to be able to appreciate that. Yeah. Can he block? <laughs> I don't know, but it makes me want to put the tape on and check him out. <sighs> Look, I don't think that's such a great accomplishment. I mean, have you ever seen when they say cakes in the in the break room, the suit run? Yeah. Hey, come on. He can break that record. <laughs> okay, so let's give you the uh, latest on Myron Jones, who was on the trip, okay? Yes. Pat Chambers did say in his teleconference this afternoon, quote, he is getting closer, that's for sure. We're going to give him a good run through tomorrow morning. I would say the likelihood is better than it was in the past, so I'll give you a 60-40. Okay? I got to be smart with him. I'm going to continue to talk to the doctors and to Saz, that's Jonathan Salazar, our trainer. But I think it's important that I'm not going to put him on a minutes restriction. I'm going to keep asking him how he's feeling and then touch base with the trainer to see what he thinks and then come up with the best formula possible once he does play. Okay? So, I mean, he's here. He'll warm up tomorrow. Okay? Like I, I said hi to him on the plane. You know, I said, hey, how you doing? I said, suit says hi. <laughs> All of a sudden, out of nowhere, he got so depressed. Oh. All right, so. <laughs> so will he actually dress for the game then tomorrow? Just... Yeah, he's, he's dressed the last three games, okay. Bob. He's dressed the last three games. He's been there. He warmed up in Indiana. He did, he did the whole thing. He was dressed for Rutgers. Um. I guess he's warmed up the last two games. I guess the the one before that he did. In the Illinois game, he did not. He was on the bench. But he warmed up and did the full warm-up for Indiana, did the full warm-up for Rutgers, but he didn't play either game. Okay? Mm-hmm. So that's where it is. All right? So we'll just give Pat's exact quotes. That's what he said just down the hallway from here because he took the teleconference. He, he was going to have a press conference this morning, but they practiced this morning. And then... 
we got out of there by noon. We were out like I'm talking like wheels up at noon. Mm-hmm. Because they said, look, Steve's got this big show at 3 o'clock. <laughs> got to uh, be there. Uh, we got to get there. You know, and Pat's very accommodating in that way when it comes to the show. He's a big fan. And so uh, so they made it a teleconference out here. Um, so he was just down the hallway talking to the media, and I figured I'd pass along what he said. All right? And so those are the quotes. Your airtime is 11.30 tomorrow morning? 11.30 Eastern Time. Uh, Central Time will be 10.30 will be the airtime. Awesome. Yes. Oh, no. I, that's, that's, you know, I said, I always love these people. They think so much. If football, <laughs> noon starts, they're never, they're never, there's never, there's no energy at noon starts. You know, when they're playing at Central Time, you know, 11 a.m., they're playing at 11 a.m. I'm like, excuse me, you know it's still noon, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, Here, here's a slice of advice. Stop thinking. <laughs> okay, just stop thinking. <laughs> Jack always laughs when I do that. Stop thinking. <laughs> okay. Uh, Penn State won the Cotton Bowl. It started at noon. They scored 50-plus points. They seemed to wake it up to me. <laughs> How did they do it? Jeez. I don't know. Sleepwalking. That's it. We were just sitting there like, it's a noon start. How could they possibly do this? <laughs> the answer is because. Uh, uh. <laughs> All right. Guess who's next half hour? He's already got several picks. He's ready to go. Matt is right now beside himself over a 5-1-140. I am. That's insane. <laughs> but the dude can't block. Well, we don't know that. I'll have to confirm on the tape. I just love watching the yeah. linemen. Go to the oh, tape. Oh, no. I, I can guess he can, just for the sake of the show. Great camp. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show brought to you by our good friends at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Imports, domestics, microbrews. Best selection of beer anywhere. Wine coolers. Water, soft drinks, snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and not every day. And the pickle bar, led by the barrels and the dills, indeed second to none. All at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street and Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. And we are in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, the mobile Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street and Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. And now, Matt... All excited about a five-one-one-forty from a guy that can't block. I've seen the tape. Can't block. Hey, we'll find out. No, he can't block. You got to remember, Matt. This okay. This is not a track meet. We're not going to give him the baton <laughs> to run the third leg. I mean, I it, know it's, it's a football game. It's a football game. You're all excited about the underwear Olympics going on in, in Indianapolis. <laughs> Well, you turn on the tape, and if not, then it, then you know, and then it is what it is. But when you perform this well, then you make people or scouts go back at the tape and say, "Hey, did this guy really have that amount of speed?" Mark told you that yesterday. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's insanely good speed for a tackle, mind you. Absolutely. 
Right? In fact, how many times will that come into play in an actual football game? <laughs> no? I'm, gonna, I'm just going to watch it. I'm going to watch this tape this weekend and get back to you on Monday. Okay. Now, remember, what? how well did Louisville play this year? Okay. Good point. <laughs> Valid point. <laughs> if he's that good, <laughs> it would have helped him. Time now to bring in the king who, like Matt, is religiously following the combine. No, I didn't listen to some of it. I listened to what you guys just said, and a uh, guy brought up a real good point. Actually, guy been on your show, um, Rob Dibble. Oh, uh, sure. Rob's a good guy. I like Rob. Yeah, he said um, you have to watch out for the combine. It, it doesn't tell a lot of guys get all geared up for the combine like it's a football game. Right. Well, see, that's what I've, I said the other day. Remember that, Matt? I said, I said, what's interesting about the combine is that when it's done, players are relieved they can go back to playing football. Yes, you're all you correct. do is all you do is train for the combine. Right. And his point was, he was kind of mad at the ones who didn't show up. You know, that uh, I don't need to go to that. And his best example was the Boza brothers. He said they ran lousy 40-yard dashes, and they're two of the best tackles in football. That and Marcus right. Allen ran one of the slowest 40s for a running no back. Doubt. He's in the Hall of Fame. You know, yep. it, it, game speed is different than flat-out training for this combine. It's it doesn't trend doesn't does not always translate into a great football player. I. I appreciate great athletes playing right. the game. Okay, but I've said this once, and I've said it a million times. So I'll say it. I'll say it a million and one now. There are certain people, and you've got to be really good at evaluating this. Okay, um, and that is that are that are football players. Larry Bird is the perfect example of Larry Bird was a basketball player. Right. Hey, you didn't you didn't sit there and look at Larry Bird and go, oh what a great athlete. You know, even though Larry Bird is a very good athlete. You can't you can't do what he did not be a good athlete. But you're not going to sit there and go, wow, you know, he's an athlete like Carl Lewis, but he's a basketball player. He picks up a step and a half because he knows as a basketball player what you're going to do. He picks up a step and a half because he plays the game in such a way where he sees something and you're the defender and can't see what he sees. Right. Same thing in football. game speed. Right. Some guys, some guys are football players. Right. Matt, Matt is completely into 5-1-140s for linemen. I want to know if the guy can block. We'll have to I find mean, out. Uh, average play is only, what, five seconds long? You know, yeah. Think about it. Yeah. It, it, it right. It's your quickness and speed right. at that moment. Right. So in a play that's five seconds long, he should be 40 yards downfield. Yeah. Now, now you can make a different uh, – if it's a wide receiver who runs a 4-7 compared to a wide receiver who runs yeah. a 4-2, that's a big difference. But you know, but you know what? You know who didn't run a great 40? Well, I know. You'll pick out one player. But I'm just saying 
No, no, no. Okay, I'm picking out. I'm picking out. You can look for. I'm picking out. I'm picking out the player, Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice was in the upper four sixes. But you know, but he ran precise routes. You'd be amazed at guys that are precise with their routes, and they're a long strider. And suddenly you realize, because Jerry Rice was a long strider, you yeah, realize he's he eating strong, up all too. this, all this ground with every stride he takes. Yeah, very strong man too. I mean, I, but I, I, oh, I, and, just, and I, you know, the same. Some guys, and some guys, if you're some guys for are quick. Flat out speed. Yep. At the wide receiver position, okay. After that, you know, it's it's game speed. Those guys are turning into a sprint down the field, and you can judge things on that. The Jerry Rices of the world will come along here and there, but I'm just, and I'm not saying speed at that position is everything, but if you can run fast and catch, holy cow, you know. You'll get a step on anybody. That's all I'm saying. Oh, and he does. And and that's what Jerry Rice did. Great hands, ran precise routes, and is one of the greatest players in the history of the game. And his 40 time is a little bit better than the alignment from uh, Louisville that Matt's all excited about. <laughs> What happened to that other guy that everyone says the greatest defensive player? Young? Oh, oh Chase, Chase Young. Young. Yeah, he yeah, didn't he's show not, up. You know, he's there. No, he's there. He's just not working out. He'll do his workout at his pro day. It's a smart move by him. There's no need for him to go through and do any. And just like Joe Burrow, Joe, Joe Burrow does not need to throw. Um, Joe Burrow can do that in his pro day because Joe Burrow threw in 15 games this year, including one in mid-January. So he he doesn't need to throw. Uh, he'll throw in his pro day. But I think the top the top guys have to be smart. I mean, look, sometimes less is more. All right? So you're sitting there, and, I mean, you're, I think your job is to present yourself in the best possible light. Well, sometimes less is more. They already think highly of you to begin with. You already project to be a top five pick, so don't do anything that's going to knock you from being a top five pick. So it's all about money. No, oh, of course, it's, uh, this is all about money. My goodness, I mean, I mean, Matt will tell you. The only reason he does this show is the cash. He doesn't like me at all. <laughs> the only reason I do it. <laughs> 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 it actually costs me money. <laughs> I call you. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. That's true. All right, so let's take a break, and then we'll come back into our picks in a moment here on News Radio 1070 WKOK, brought to you by Brewers Outlet. Party time, game time, or just fun time. Doesn't matter what time it is, because it's Brewers Outlet time. The Beverage Supermarket has the area's largest beer selection, imports, microbrews, ciders, and domestics. Pick from over 100 ice-cold 12-packs and dozens of 24-ounce singles. Soda, snacks, hot sauces, fresh roasted peanuts. Make it one-stop party shopping, and don't forget the pickle bar. So whatever you're celebrating or just doing it up, Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, Sunbury, wants to see you. And thank you for your years of patronage.
Great to have you with us on the show today. Brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, and Summary of the Beverage Supermarket. Always love dealing with the best in the business. Imports, domestics, microbrews, best selection of beer anywhere. In fact, get in the car now and drive over. All right? There'll be a rush over there. Beat the rush. Come on. In fact, you can listen to the show as you drive over. Wine coolers, water, soft drinks, snacks. Roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. And the pickle bar led by the barrels of the dills, indeed second to none. All at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury. The beverage supermarket. We're in the mobile Sunbury Motors studio in beautiful Coralville, Iowa. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. I can guarantee you that Coralville does not have a car dealership as fine as Sunbury Motors. they got the best chips, too. Mm. Yeah, Yes, they do. They do a great job over Brewers Outlet. So, look, uh, so what are the records now to this point? Where are we? Okay, so, Steve, you're still leading the way at 18 and 7. Kevin is 17 and 8. I am 15 yeah. and 10. Wow. If you'd spent less time watching the combine, more time watching hoops, maybe you got a better record. <laughs> well, what a, a My, my clicker's going to be getting a workout this weekend. Let's just say that. <laughs> just I think remember, the best thing that happened to Penn State was dropping a couple games. No, I don't. <laughs> Everybody loses during the course of the season. Here, look, here's the yeah, deal. You don't want to peak now. You want to peak in another three weeks. Right well, now you want you know to stay status quo and when, work on when you have your problems when you have your second peak. When you have your second leading scorer at fourteen points a game and your leader in assists and your number two guy in steals out for six straight games and you go four and two, you're a pretty good basketball team. Yeah. They're in Myron, good shape. Myron, Myron Jones has not played the last six games. So my concern, and I just saw the halftime score. What happened in the Rutgers game where they were up by 20-plus points and Rutgers, are they not hitting their threes? Because well, Honest to God, Penn State's not played here. But I got great news. My new home and stores, which we haven't moved in yet, I get the Big Ten yeah. network on the new cable system. Oh, so. there you go. Yeah, I finally will be able to get the Big Ten and see more of the Penn State games. So they have spectrum this is, this, cable out there. So oh, great! Well, this yeah. is this is the state of college basketball right now. State of college basketball right now is this. There are a lot of really good teams out there. So Rutgers, a lot of people feels it. So you're playing an NCAA tournament team. So you're starting with that. So oh, they're, they're very they're good. I'm good just, team. Uh, they have talent. Just like Penn State Sunday. At Indiana, went on a 30-5 to run to get back in the game after being down 19. Rutgers essentially did the same thing. Yeah. Right? I mean, and this is you're seeing this across the board. I mean, San Diego State's playing at home with UNLV. UNLV beats them. That's their first loss. Uh, you're, you know, you're seeing this all over the place in college. Mar- I mean, <laughs> Maryland is down against Minnesota. They came all the way back from 17 down and won. It's yep. just look. It's it's hard. Everybody is tired this time of the year, and uh, you've got a lot of teams. You know, for Rutgers, for example, that was a game. That was game seven to them. That was game seven. That was a must win. 
And then in the end, when Penn State needed to make a play, they made a play offensively, and then they made a play defensively, and they won the game. When they needed to, they did. Now, they've been playing shorthanded for six games. And in that Good. six games, they went four and two without with a guy without a guy that's averaging fourteen points a game. With a tough who, schedule too. With a tough schedule. Who, by the way, percentage wise, at forty one percent and threes, is the guy you're looking at. At the end of the game, he'd be one of your closers. He'd be a facilitator. He's a ball mover. There's a lot of things that he brings to the table that really will help them. So hopefully, you can get him back. He is on the trip. He is. He is definitely here. So I mean, I could, I can tell you that. In fact, he wanted me to uh, tell Matt hi. There we go. Uh, hi, Myron. <laughs> uh, so here I'll we go with the Big Ten. Then uh, we'll stay in the Big Ten, I should say. Michigan sure. State at Maryland for our first game. Let's start with Steve. <sighs> you want to talk about living a charm life? Uh, Maryland has. You want to talk about teams rallied a lot? They have. Maryland can clinch the Big Ten with this one. Um, and Michigan State is at Penn State on Tuesday night. That's on. You'll see that, Kev. That's on ESPN, by the way. Okay, I'll watch uh, that. That's Tuesday night. Uh, that's uh, senior night for Lamar Stevens and Mike Watkins. I'm going to go with I, I, Penn State needs Michigan State to win the game, but I think Maryland's going to win. I agree. I take Maryland, too. That Minnesota game was probably their most impressive game of the year, so I'm taking the Terrips at home. Though we'd like to see them lose, of course, for Penn State's sake. Kev? Uh, I took Michigan State because I've been watching them yeah. kind of crawl back pick. into it again. It's a good and pick. I like the coach. He knows yeah. how to get his team going. So I'm going to go with Michigan State. Yeah, right. that was that's a tough call for me. It's just I just feel like playing at home does mean something. Uh, oh, absolutely. That's why, it, that's why it's I, just, I this year's such a crapshoot, and I you mean, watch teams starting to come back in Michigan Michigan State they were out of the top 25 now they're back in it again you know well, you know, it, you know who's coming back in it was Wisconsin yeah. Wisconsin's won five in a row they won at Michigan last night they stopped Michigan's they might five put 11 streak. teams in the tournament <laughs> yeah it's, it's amazing um, yeah. and speaking so of Michigan next? yeah speaking of Michigan they are at Ohio State this weekend let's start with Kev on this one I got Michigan I like what they're doing. All right, Steve. I'm going to go, actually, I know Michigan lost to Wisconsin last night. Ohio State beat Nebraska. I don't know if that counts. Uh, so <laughs> I'm going to go with Michigan. I'm going to take Ohio State at home. They still got to win to keep to keep pace and try and get into the, to the tournament. I think they're playing better basketball now. I still can't trust Michigan fully yet, so I'm taking Ohio State at home. Well, I think Eli Brooks might play. See, Eli Brooks didn't play last night. If he plays, then I think Michigan wins. York native. Yep, good play. Good play. Eli's a good shooter. Good yes, player. very good shooter. Um, all right, so now in the SEC, number 15, Auburn at number 8, UK. Kevin, I think I know who you're going to pick here. <laughs> I hate Kentucky. I, Auburn <laughs> by 40. <laughs> Steve, who you got? I'll take, I'll take Kentucky. <laughs> I'm taking the... Homer Clarion grad John Calipari and the Kentucky Wildcats. <laughs> He's going to cheat his way in oh, somehow. Geez. Okay. <laughs> I can't stand that guy. <laughs> ACC, number seven, Duke at Virginia. Kevin. Uh, I went back and forth. And then I settled on, I can't see 
Coach K losing three games like that. So I went back to Duke. I got Duke I outright. Who you got? I got Duke outright. I think they win this yeah. game big. Yeah. Steve. Virginia. Ooh. It's not a bad pick. They're a very frustrating team. Coming Duke's problem is a frustrated team. You know that's why I was going to take Virginia, but that's a good I think pick. Virginia's desperate. Yeah. Right? That's why I'm going to look at how de- they're desperate because they need a win to get in. They're going to play at home. That game right down. They're they're playing at home. Frustrating for Duke. And to be honest with you, Duke's biggest problem is Duke is not a good defensive team. Yeah. They're being exposed at the end, but. I just think Coach K is going to do something, but oh, I, I, I went back and, and forth me. on it. I just crossed it off, put it back in again, and <laughs> that's a good pick. It's not, and believe and, me, it and is, Matt's view is sound also outright. The Duke will blow him right out. I don't know. But I'll go with Duke. All right, then Somebody, finally we got Gonzaga and St. Mary's. Oh, I'm sorry, but it's Gonzaga. St. Mary's is not on the same level as Gonzaga this year. Yeah, I agree. I, already, I think Zags win it outright again. I, I mean, this game is at the kennel, right? Yes. Yeah, because I watched the Gonzaga-St. Mary's game the first time. St. Mary's was not competitive. It, this is one of those. That, that I watched these two teams a couple of years ago play one of the greatest basketball games yep, I've ever great seen. Game. It was a war. I mean, they... They go after each other, and it doesn't matter who's a top ten team at all because it's such a huge rivalry. But I settled on Gonzaga. <laughs> so I think I get. I think Gonzaga wins the game by fifteen. You may be right, but because they have a lot, didn't St. Mary's knock Gonzaga out of the tournament last year? Yeah, that might. Was it? I was it in the uh, conference tournament? May have done yeah. that, but you know yeah. what? Yeah. But this year, like I already that. watched them play once, and it was amazing how non-competitive St. Mary's was at home. I mean, the when like everything. Baby. Love the coach. Oh, everybody does. He is. Yeah. He, he is a great coach, Mark great Few. Basketball mind. Oh, yeah. you know, when you have a job. People say, why has he never left? You ask yourself, A, am I, am I comfortable financially? Is it a great place to live? And can I get to where I want to go in this job? He's taking Gonzaga to the Final Four, so obviously he can get where he's going with that job. Yeah, he loves his job. Got to respect him. Good man. See that? See, you just described Matt. <laughs> That's who I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> You're too Talk to you I tomorrow like from Carver Hawkeye too. at 1130. <laughs>